Hello. Hello. Welcome back to the Amazon's podcast. It's me, Nicholas. No, I'm Edmund. And there's a puppy here on my lap if you're watching. He decided he would like to be a part of this episode. So mm -hmm. please accommodate him. So how is everybody? Tell me in the comments right now. Oh my God, so good. Good for you guys. Is everybody watching um, the drama on Twitter with the baddies as on Zeus reunion? I am. <laughs> Hasn't aired, but it happened last night. It filmed mm -hmm. and I was... Oh, before bed, you felt before bed. So at 5 p.m. for him, yeah, uh, he slept the whole night into 18 straight hours. The whole night. I was awake looking at all the drama going down on Twitter before they filmed. And then I woke up to the drama. Like I woke up when you woke up today. Mm -hmm. I just pretended I was asleep so you would stop turning the light on. And then I was looking for my wallet. Yeah, twice. <laughs> um, And then yeah. <laughs> I, I like when I woke up, I was like, oh, my God. The reunion's done. Mm -hmm. So then I had to get on Twitter and start looking at everything. Guys, Edmund fell yesterday. Yeah, I was half asleep when I got up and I tried to rush to the bathroom and I fell. And he slipped. Yeah, First, I, slipped. I made sure he was okay. I was like, yeah. oh my God, are you okay? He was like, yeah. And then he sat there for a second. I was like holding it, you know, and you're trying to hold it. Like you're like, mm -hmm. I was choking a laugh. And then I couldn't, I was just like, <laughs> Like, I couldn't. It was so hard. Mm -hmm. It was très difficile. Is there anything we need to talk about before we get into this? Is there anything going on in the world? No. Well, you know. Well, there's always something going on. World war. Yeah. But, like, anything trivial? No. No. It's not one of those episodes. Anyway, no. so. So, what are we? What are we? What are we? What are we talking about today? How you used to bust it open? How you used to be a hell. Once mm -hmm. upon a time, not long ago, I was a hell. Um, and I'm that long ago. and I'm admitting it. Basically, Edmund's just gonna ask me a bunch of questions about the stripping, prostitution life. So how did you get started <laughs> being a prostitute? A stripper, oh, prostitution. <laughs> That's a great place to start. Thank you for asking. Yeah, I'm a great interviewer. I had no money, so I honestly don't know the year that I started. I think I was like 21, mm -hmm. because. I wasn't dating that guy anymore, and I think Matthew was like not even legal to be one. Oh, so Matthew was there too. Okay, we'll circle. I was back. the test dummy. We'll, 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 we'll circle back to that. I was the Go test ahead. Dummy. Oh wait, let's start here. My brother fucking robbed me. So, growing up, I was a paper boy, and I had saved all the money from when I was a paper boy. I never got any of it. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was going into a bank account so that when I moved away, because my parents knew and everybody knew, inevitably. Were, like Windsor where I'm from had nothing for me mm -hmm. at some point I was going to move away and pursue some sort of dream we didn't really know what it was and so I was actually supposed to move to LA but then the program that I got in I was going to move illegally let's talk about it <laughs> the program that I was in they would take people illegally and I was like supposed to move and then mm -hmm. they called and they were like hey babe like no because we just got caught and like you can't come now I was like, fuck. So then my dad was like, okay, well, we're actually going to drop you off next weekend in Toronto. Good luck. Basically, I was saving up money to save for myself, to take care of myself when I moved out. My brother stole that money. And so my parents ended up like taking care of me for like the first two years. Mm -hmm. Third year, I think, comes around. It's time for me to take care of myself. I can't. I'm not making enough money. I have no money. I'm fucked. Mm -hmm. And so I was too embarrassed to ask my parents for money. So I ate peanut butter for I think at least two weeks straight. Like my dad had this thing with peanut butter where he would literally just buy jars and jars of peanut butter growing up. So then I did the same thing. So I just had jars of peanut butter. Okay. And for every meal, my roommates can tell you I would eat peanut butter, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And eventually I got tired of it because I was like, I 
need to live. I didn't even have $3 in my checking account. Mm -hmm. Overdraft didn't exist yet. So I was good. I couldn't go in the negative, but I didn't have $3. At the time, public transit was $3. I couldn't even get to a job interview if I wanted. I didn't even have enough money to get to an interview. Mm -hmm. So I called my friend Ross and I was like, hey, can you bring me to the strip club? Who is Ross? Oh, Ross was just like a dance friend. Like he was a mentor. I worked for him. He was a choreographer and a friend. Like he took care of Matthew. He was like another dad to Matthew. Okay. And then he passed him on to me. Yeah, Ross was just like somebody that I really trusted. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, Ross, take me to the club. I'm in this point in my life. I don't have a choice. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he took me. Uh, well, and my other thing was like, if okay, so say he could take me to a job interview. Who knows how long till you get it? How long till I get paid? Yeah. I need money today or I'm fucked. Mm -hmm. I walk in and I say, hey, what do I have to do to work here? They're like, okay, come back at this time. Same day though. Same night. Okay. Oh, I said, I, I need this now. So they were like, come back later. And we'll put you on stage for like a five minute set. If the clients like you, you got it. If mm -hmm. not, tough titties. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I got it, bitch. I fucking showed out. I did the most. Okay, because I'm a dancer. Like like regular dancer, not stripper dancer at the time. Mm -hmm. Regular. So I did the most. Hello? I was throwing legs in the air. My hair was flipping around. I was doing flips. I was in handstand twerking. Okay. I knew what I was doing. Do you remember what song you did to? Uh, bitch. Who do you think? I, I know, but... They don't know. Party next door. <laughs> <laughs> Bout it. Um, there's a lot of party next door songs. That was pretty much my track for being a stripperella. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I did the thing and they were like, can you stay the rest of the night? Mm -hmm. I was like, I should motherfucker can't. And then I made some money. I don't remember how much, but I made a bunch of money. And I was like, hell yeah, this is the dream. I'm kind of cracking up just thinking of that. Like, in my mind, for whatever reason, I'm picturing like when you went on stage, like that was your tryouts, mm -hmm. and like there was just people pushing a button saying like yes on the table to just like see if you stay or not. I don't know why I was thinking of like no. um like you remember that scene in like Taken when um they okay. had the, similar vibes though yeah like in Taken when they had the girl in the little room and there was like people surrounding the room and they had to like bid on her. Like, I feel like it was kind of like that, but it was like a yes or a no. And then everybody was just like, sure. So you got to stay. Okay, similar. They really were bidding. Mm -hmm. Like, because it was like, who could take you to the back room? Now, okay. I had never been a prostitution whore okay. before. I didn't know a back room existed. Mm -hmm. I thought you got paid on stage. I showed up thinking I'm a stripper. I'm making money on stage. This is like what I've seen in movies. They're just going to give me money. Did they throw money on the stage when you were up there? Well, I'm Canadian. So the smallest bill we have is a five. And people don't give you like looties and tooties. True. Yeah. They're not going to be throwing like coins up there. That's like, crazy. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> yeah. I guess I never thought about that. Yeah. So you actually don't make a lot of money being a stripper. I learned in a few hours you make a lot of money being a prostitute. Mm-hmm. Mom, if you haven't clicked off, do that because you didn't learn your lesson the time before. When I told the story about the dildo, she was like, yeah, I should have learned my lesson when Edmund said my mom should like your mom shouldn't be watching this one. She shouldn't and be watching she this watched. one either. So turn away. This is self-harm, eh? If you're watching mom and dad. I learned, oh, I can make money being a hoe. Okay, yeah. So I'll just choose like the people who are kind of cute. I wasn't mm -hmm. going in thinking I'm going to make thousands of dollars. I went in being like, I need a hundred bucks so I can buy groceries. Yeah. Okay. So there was a, a lineup 
um not a lineup but like a lot of people were trying to get my attention also because okay. i was like the only one who didn't look like everyone else uh-huh you picture what a male stripper looks like right like right i didn't look like that you weren't you weren't magic mike i wasn't magic mike what did you back up what did you have on when you was up there i don't remember but like so did you go a, in so there's a rule okay um you can't have like clothes on you have to have underwear on okay when you're on stage you have to get naked like, like you, butt naked. Wiener, boot, booty scoot out. Like, okay. you cannot strip with clothes on. They don't allow it. So you were, okay. So I wore underwear. I don't remember what I wore. Though. But when you got on stage, you had to take them off. Yes. Okay, cool. Yes. This is your first night. Yeah. And by the way, wasn't drunk. Learned a very good, <sighs> that's terrible to say. I learned a very good lesson, get drunk before I go. If you thought strippers were sober at work, you're stupid. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, we could get into that at some point. I basically learned. Maybe you got to go to the back room. Mm-hmm. And a guy was like, can I take you to the back? And I was like, so what's when you, that? <laughs> so, when you, so when you got off, I'm still trying to think about logistically what, like the, my first time. what the scene is, right? So like when you got off of stage after doing the do, uh-huh. were you still naked or you had put your clothes back, your, your underwear back on? Oh, I put them back on. Okay. And I did make some money on stage. Like okay. I was the new one. So like I did make some money. I don't remember how much, but. Did he announce like, hey, welcome they, to the stage. I had to pick my name, which I'm never, ever going to say. I know what it say. was. Yeah. Yeah. I'll never say it because I know you bitches. Yeah. And you will call me it. Mm-hmm. I don't need it. And they like announce you like mm-hmm. coming up to the stage. We have a newbie like show some love. Oh like, you God, know what I mean? Please. Yeah, how yeah, big yeah. was this room? Oh. Like approximately how many people okay, was there so, watching? A lot. A lot. I went on a Friday. What would you think? Like like a hundred? Oh, no. Okay. No, not a lot then. Okay. They, like, it's like it's really little. No, it's little in there. So there's like a cap too. Like they don't let, at the time, they didn't let a lot of people in. Also because it's like private, right? Do you remember what the cap was? No, I don't. Okay. Um, but the whole thing was probably like two of these rooms, like back to back. Honestly, the whole thing was probably like this in the living room. Oh, it was little. Including the stage, including the bar, including the back rooms. Oh, so it's probably like 50 or less. Okay. There was not a lot of people because like no phones. Like you'd be beat up by a bouncer. Mm-hmm. No phones. Thank God social media like wasn't a thing. So this was, this was, this was sorry, like an ex- exclusive club. Which is why I was like, police never raided. Like we never really had any of those things. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Just one raid. But like we knew. So it's like, yeah, it was pretty private. Um, And so... There wasn't a ton of people, but definitely more people than I would have liked to be watching me my first time taking my clothes off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so let's circle back. You said that um, you learned quickly that the back room was where the money was. So yeah. you went to scout for your first person. Um. Yeah, and I guess like I learned the, what the back rooms were because I didn't pick. Who you got? Yeah, I didn't know where I was taking where he was taking me. You didn't pick who the first person was? No, like, yes, but I didn't go, oh, I'm going to be he's a, but he's a regular, so he pulled you to where you had to go. Okay. I, I just didn't know. So, like, I just, oh, this guy wants me. He's the first person, but there was other people. Like, I'm just going to go with this guy. Mm-hmm. He's old. That doesn't look like it's going to be a big deal. He's just going to take me somewhere. Damn, you picked the old dude for your first time? Which, honestly, in Steve. hindsight, good, That's because Steve. just got it over with. Okay. Easier to borrow money from. Um... And so, yeah. And then he takes me to these closets. I'm like, what is that? Like, no bigger than like that. Maybe like that and a half. Okay. And it's like... Little curtain? A door. A door. door. They had a door. Okay. And a bench. And there was condoms and a Kleenex box. And I was just like... Black light? I don't know. I just think it was just really dim. 
Mm. I can't really remember that. I think really because a regular like light would be crazy. I think just you know no I think it was just really dark. Just like like living room light is like hilarious. Yeah no I think it was just really dark bright like I could see but like that room should be dark. It should like they should like red like lit it to be red or something. Yeah I honestly don't even remember the red room. Anyway go ahead. Um you take him back there. Yeah and. And it's like a bathroom stall, so like mm-hmm. you can hear see above it. Like if you stand on like the the bench, you like can you see can see over the, to the other side. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, which was good because you could be like bouncer, come fuck them up. Yeah. Um, and they locked on the inside. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you walk in, he did he lock the door or did well, he just? Yeah, you always do. You locked it. Okay. Yeah. You, I mean, you just do. I'm saying just for your first time because you didn't know what the back room was. Oh, I don't remember if he locked it or if I locked it. It was definitely okay. locked. Um, okay. But it's like one of those like little like. Oh. Yeah. So easy. Mm. Um, so you went to the bathroom, it sounds like. Yeah. Not a bathroom, but like yeah. essentially it was a bathroom without a table. Like, and condoms. And condoms and Kleenex <laughs> boxes. Yeah. Which is so funny. Yeah. So uh-huh. I went back and he immediately starts making out with me. And I'm like, oh my God. What the fuck? And it's twenty dollars. Well, you make the- twenty dollars a song. So here's the deal: you can cut your own deal. Okay. Okay. You owe me this much when we go back. Um, if you're smart, you'll tell with the bouncer what the deal is, and you'll make that person agree because a lot of times they won't come up with that money. Then that's not a you problem; mm-hmm. it's a them and the bouncer problem. Which I will say, this club was very good for. Yeah. So the like, what you don't know, not being a hustler, is it's twenty dollars a song. The songs are short; they're not full. Mm-hmm. They cut them. The goal is to keep them as long as you can. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that. So bitch, in like two songs, I got them off, mm-hmm. and I'm like, sixty bucks for that? Oh no, no, no! And mm-hmm. then I learned. Oh, we got to make this last. Mm-hmm. So then I would talk to other strippers and be like, all right, how do I do this? Like, teach me how to do this. And they're all coked out, so it's just me in there, <laughs> being like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's what kind of what I remember from the very first thing. Um, and the bouncer being like did you get your money and mm-hmm. I went yeah and he's like okay and then okay. he let him go how many people did you have that night just one um, oh no no I was there to make money okay uh, I probably walked got home with like I definitely didn't go home with like two grand but mm-hmm. I definitely went home with like over a grand mm-hmm. yeah so between what like 15 and 2000 yeah within I that think, ball range I think. like 12 like 12 to 18 know. I don't know. It was so long ago, like mm-hmm. twelve years ago. But either way, you walked out of there with at least a thousand dollars. I walked out of there with my rent, and I made it in one night. Mm-hmm. I definitely went to the clinic after the next day because I experienced a lot of fluids. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, guys, I'm going to be very honest with you guys. Did you quickly learn to start upselling and like charging more for what it is that people is doing, or no. like you just kind of had a flat rate fee for everybody? It just kind of was like $20 a song, but keep them as long as you can. I didn't even know about negotiating rates at that point. Okay. I thought that's what it was what it was. Damn, so you was a cheap hoe that night. Everybody was getting off on I your ass. I was such a cheap hoe. So, okay, so, okay, so. We all have to learn okay. our worth. No, okay, cute. So, um. Oh, I'm not here to glamorize this, by the way, but I am here to be, to tell you the real truth. What do you mean fluids? Because you had to go to the Come, clinic. Come, what do you mean? Day. But I'm saying like, what were you doing? Sucking dick. Getting my dick sucked. I didn't have sex because I didn't think that that's what it was, right? I thought it was a stripper, so like I didn't do. So like, people tried, and I was like, "You could take that up with the bouncer if you're going to try that." Okay. Because I'd have people who tried, and they'd be a little forceful, Uh and I would be like, "Help!" And then it's over. Uh (laughs) And then there's and then there's no more. Then there's no more. Okay, so you go home at the end of the night. You made twelve, fifteen, sixteen, whatever I made, hundred, whatever the fuck it is like that. Yeah. 
what are you thinking now? You're like, oh, I got to go back the next day. Because that was a lot to just like in one day. I remember being like, no one can know. Mm-hmm. Because obviously all we hear about is how shameful this is. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel ashamed. I will say that the entire time I did it from when I was starting to when I finished stripping many years later. You were just like, I it never, is what it is. Yeah, I never was ashamed. Not once. I remember leaving feeling so gassed. I was like, oh my God, you guys think I'm so hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and That's how I felt the whole time. You want to give me your money because you think I'm hot? Slay. Mm-hmm. But I remember being like, I'm still in school. No one can know. During So this was in the summer. So like, I knew I was going to make money in September because I was going to go to teach or and assist and do whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, I had to keep this such a secret because like, my boss couldn't know. My boss was also the person who owned the school I went to mm-hmm. who I also assisted and like I was so involved in her life mm-hmm. so it was really hard to keep that away also because her brother in-law came one night and he saw me ah okay um that's when the jig was up uh-huh but yeah I just remember being like no one can know okay I obviously told Matthew okay and then let's let's dive into that for a second so you tell Matthew about it how did you how did he get into this so he goes you're the test dummy and then, oh he knew you was going beforehand mm-hmm. okay and me him and ross were very close but mm. but matthew Y'all was, roommates at this time or no, no 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 me and matthew weren't roommates until they just knew each other until like the year before i met you okay he gets a sugar daddy mm-hmm. and i'm like oh god that's not what i meant did he get a sugar daddy from the club or he got one no oh just out there in the streets grinder actually i'll mm-hmm. tell you exactly how the guy was like do you like daddies and matthew said ones with sugar boom first date he took him to holt renfrew bought him an alexander wang bag work yep kept him around for a long time but yeah then matthew went and then i don't i don't think he went with me the first time i wish my mind was better during this time but i was anorexic and like high high or not high uh on a lot of alcohol i know at some point we went together but i think i went for a period of time then he went for a period of time then we went together oh so you left for a little bit yeah because i was going back to teaching so I took oh, a break. Oh, you breaked during the school year. I did it for like, I think a month or two. Mm-hmm. I think I want to say I started in like a July and I finished when I, in my first like month of school mm-hmm. because of whatever. And then I'm pretty sure he went and then we both were like, all right, are we doing this together? Mm-hmm. But we didn't start back again until like spring. How much money did you make in that first month? Because you made a grand in one night. Yeah, I made a lot. Um, I made my expenses for the year. Uh-huh. Like... I don't remember the exact amount. I right. think my rent was like twelve hundred dollars at the time. So I made my I made my my rent for the year, mm-hmm. um, and I just lived my life, and I was Work. able to live my life. So like, it was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the summer came around, and I wasn't going to be in school anymore, uh, and I knew he was still going. So then I was like, "Can you get me back in there?" Because when I left, like I didn't tell anyone. Mm-hmm. I literally just left. Mm-hmm. Like I. Call Turkey, just left everybody. I almost said the boss's name, but the boss at the club, he would text me and it would be like, hey, hello, you're mm-hmm. getting requests. People are trying to call you. Like, I'd have clients reaching out to me, ignore, 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 mm-hmm. which to this day, if you know me, I ignore my phone calls mm-hmm. and my texts. I just was like, okay, summer's coming. We're going to have the summertime of our life. Mm-hmm. Let's strip, fucking work out every day, eat whatever we want, and just live. And we did. We had mm. the best summer to this day. We will both say this. That was the best summer of our lives. Okay. Was we stripped together and we told everybody we were twins. They Somebody asked us in the club because it's really dim, right? It's mm. really low lit. Yeah. Matthew, and everybody's high. So. And, and like Matthew and me were tanning a lot at the time. Mm-hmm. We would both go tan, lay outside. This was back when like you could tan in May. <laughs> 
Oh, and, yeah. I remember those yeah. days? So we would go. We would tan. We would fucking eat lunch in the park at Trinity Bellwoods every single day. We would then go get ready for stripping. We'd chug two bottles of wine, and then we would go strip at night. Mm. And we told everybody we were twins. Okay. And we sold ourselves as twins at that point. I showed pictures of oh, mom and dad. I showed pictures of my parents. Oh. Because one looks like him and one looks like me. Gotcha. Oh, memory okay. unlocked. Oh, sorry, mom. Sorry, That's dad. so crazy. But I would show, okay. because people would be like, there's no way. Some people would be like, instantly, but we have very different hair types. Mm-hmm. And so I would show pictures of my mom and my okay. dad. Work. Sorry, mom and dad. Thanks for making me a lot of money. And Matthew. Y'all doing this. Y'all kicking yeah. it. Y'all doing the damn thing. Okay. What? How much would it cost to have you? Mm-hmm. And then how much would it be for the both of y'all? Mm. So in what capacity? In the club? Outside of the club? Like, you Just give us the full menu. Okay. I don't remember exact amounts. Mm-hmm. Um, we Ballpark s- it for we started like light. Like if you took both of us, it was like discounted. But we were smart. Like, okay, so what we would do is we would like guarantee them an amount of like time. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you take us back for this month or for this length of time, we'll give you less. Like it's less money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like it also depended on who your client was. So, because you got to work people, right? So mm. there was this guy, I can't say his name. I'll, I'll bleep it out. Um, Matthew would call it, what was it? Um, okay. And he would come in and he had money. Mm-hmm. So we would be like, all right, a G. Okay. Take us both. A couple minutes. A couple minutes because you agreed on the amount, but we knew we could get them off like really fast. Mm-hmm. Right? We had this <clears throat> other guy. Mm-hmm. He was the meatloaf guy. Um, had like no teeth and he was like you know mm-hmm. he one time oh my god sorry so Matthew he picked up Matthew they were gonna go on a date for money shit himself in the car Okay, like he shit himself cause he was so old he's like hold on I gotta go inside for a second Matthew mm-hmm. was like he shit his pants were shit on the seat mm-hmm. he was really old <laughs> <laughs> anyway he didn't pay a lot he paid like the flat rate so okay. you would keep him back there for as much time as you could so it just depended on like the client well you didn't charge him more if he shit on so no like he didn't he wouldn't have picked you like you wouldn't have he would have just said no do you know what i mean at the end of the day i'm getting my money uh-huh. i'm either getting the minimum which isn't bad okay a min it's you're back th- 20 dollars a song two minutes mm-hmm. per song you know how much you could do in two minutes or how little you can do in two minutes mm-hmm. you can make a lot of money so like it just okay. depended and you knew who to like fuck with and like who to prolong and whatever and then you also mm-hmm. develop like clients so then some other guy he was asian he liked matthew but he would give me like a random 50 out of nowhere just because i was hanging out with him mm. like he wanted to be with matthew mm-hmm. but he also just paid me because i was there mm-hmm. so like that depended we would go see this guy who was like <sighs> on his deathbed um he was in a wheelchair not because he was paralyzed but he was just so old Mm -hmm. and he lived in the craziest penthouse in the middle of downtown Mm -hmm. he would give us so much money to do nothing Mm -hmm. like nothing nothing is in like yeah we'd make out we'd have to kiss him oh and then me and matthew would have to like make out and stuff Mm -hmm. and like pretend and the amount of times we would like laugh because it's so funny Mm -hmm. it's so funny we never took this like we've never been attracted to each other nothing but it was just so Funny. It sounded like a lot of the clientele was just like high rollers. Yeah, well, I mean, like, here's the deal. I mean, it's kind of how I feel about OnlyFans. Less money, though. 
Well, uh, OnlyFans yeah. is less, but substantially less. Yeah, true. <laughs> like you don't come somewhere to pay money if you don't have the money. Mm-hmm. So, and people do unfortunately come to places where they don't have money when you're supposed to have it. But it's like, well, of course, broke people go to the strip club every day. So yeah. I mean. But if you don't tip me, I don't talk to you. Mm-hmm. I was different in that way. Like, I wouldn't go and waste my time talking to you if you weren't going to pay me. Like, if you didn't tip me money on stage, like, people eventually found that out. Mm-hmm. You want my attention? Pay me first. Mm-hmm. So. Because all the strippers know each other and they all talk to each other. So if you are. No, those bitches were not making money. Yeah. Some uh-huh. do. Some do not. No, because they're so coked out. Like, it's a drug den. So many of those strippers, they weren't smart enough to just. Never mind. No, because they're still there today, and like that's live your life. Do you know what I mean? But like Mm -hmm. when me and Matthew went together, we said to ourselves, "This is a business. We are here to make money. Mm -hmm. We are not here to be here forever. Mm -hmm. We are here for right now, and eventually, we have bigger dreams. This is to fund our dreams and just like have a good time in our life. Mm -hmm. We are not here to get fucked up and be sucked in because you see, like, you'd ask a stripper, "How long have you been here?" and they're like. Oh, I'm like 35 and I've been here since I was 20. I'm like, I don't want that. Mm -hmm. I don't want that. Mm -hmm. Not because I think it's bad, but it's like. That wasn't for you. That's not your. It wasn't my my journey. And I didn't think I wasn't ashamed. That's the thing. I was never ashamed. I was never, never. But I didn't want to like be like physically sleeping with like all these people Mm -hmm. and doing these things and putting my body through hell and being in like scary situations where you're like, am I going to die? Am I going to be kidnapped? Mm -hmm. What's going to happen? Like for life that's why i love OnlyFans so much because i can kind of do the same thing but not have to risk my life Mm because it's fun i love it sex is great everybody so i'm gonna back up to 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 some because there's a lot of other questions i gotta i know i have so much we go going everywhere with this so i have so much why 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 was that nigga named meatloaf because matthew's a piece of shit okay because that was somebody who we shared. Like sometimes we'd go together. Sometimes we'd go like, you can have him. I can have him, whatever. Mm-hmm. And one night Matthew's like, you can have him. I'm like, slay. I'm going to make a little money tonight. Mm-hmm. Not even. And I remember not even trying to make a lot of money that night. I remember going in and me and him were like, fuck it. We're just going to come in tonight. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you can have him. I don't care. I was like, slay. And it was also the club's like anniversary. So they had an anniversary like gifts for the clients. Okay. The fucking gift was meatloaf. Do you know how I knew? Because I went to the back room with him and he started kissing me and all like it was just fucking onion. Me, I've never had meatloaf again. That I like never had it after that. I'm traumatized. And he's kissing me and it's just straight fucking meatloaf. Ew. I get my money. I leave the room and I go up to him and Matt like Matthew and he's sitting there like this. <laughs> and I'm just like, you fucking bitch. He's like, it couldn't have been me. I'm sorry. It wasn't gonna be me. What a snake bitch snake bitch so i would love to know love. i would love to know what he said to him to like get you over there because for sure he went for matthew you fucking rat <laughs> yeah i don't know i don't know i just know that he sold me out he's a fucking snake I love that. i've never had meatloaf since never will have it again the type of people that was in there oh it just depended on the night right so because in my mind i'm thinking it's toronto it's a very exclusive place where you can't have phones so there gotta be like business executives in there mm-hmm. like it's just know this is not atlanta like, like this isn't where like rappers go this isn't where young people go this isn't atlanta this isn't la oh it's all older for like, the most part unless it's like people. unless it's like the playoffs or like something big is happening so like a sporting event the playoffs so the basketball players are going there you, you get like a hockey player basketball player football player did you get a hockey player basketball um, player i the problem is i didn't know them 
I don't, I don't know any so sports. So you may people. have, but you don't. So know. you would just see a really tall, hot fucking man mm-hmm. who's got a lot of money, and you're like, I don't know who that was, mm-hmm. but he paid me well. Mm-hmm. And like we were off of an alley, mm-hmm. so there was like the front entrance where like you would go if you you know were confident, mm-hmm. and then there was a back alley, a back where door. It'd be a lot of people in. coming in from the back door during those weekends or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, like the clientele was mostly, I would say, like what's middle age. I would say like middle age forty five. Okay. I would say like forty five to like uh death. Forty five to expiry. Because it's also Toronto, so there's a lot of people who like sacrifice their life for their career. So they never ended up finding love or having a partner. And so like now Mm -hmm. they're at the point in their life where they're they have all this money and they're like, I have no one and it's too late. Yeah. So they come to you Mm -hmm. to spend time with them, be sexual with them. You do, you're not always sexual. How often I'm, would that... Because I remember you telling me that people have this idea that being a prostitute means that every night you're having sex. Uh, no, not even close. How often would it be the like, just come and hang out with me type shit? Uh, more often than sex. There, there'd be nights I wouldn't have sex with anyone, so I'd have sex with this hot stripper. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. We had a love affair. Um, okay. Once you develop clients, you can... You manipulate them. Um, and... Well, that's the game, right? Like, it's, yeah. You know. And like you realize that a lot of these people are really lonely mm-hmm. and they just want to talk to you and spend time with you. Mm-hmm. So like I had this one guy and he would take me like out to dinner just to talk to me and hang out with me. Mm-hmm. He would um, pay me for my, he'd pay out my whole night. I would charge this man thousands of dollars to pay me out the whole night to sit and talk with me at the club the whole night. Mm hmm. Wouldn't do anything. He'd touch me and like put his hand on me and whatever, rub me. Mm-hmm. But like that's it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it was crazy. Like there'd be the amount of times that like when in the cold months he would come because he knew that like you had to be naked in there, mm-hmm. and he would come and bring me like his jacket because I was allowed to wear his jacket if I was talking to him. Like shit. Oh, like that. so sweet. Yeah. Keep you warm. Yeah, I'd take the money out of the pockets. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask you like how like what how what do you? <laughs> Please do not judge me. I am in a different place. What? Being honest. Did you or do you think about like those people, right? Because when it's just like yeah. the sex people, it's obviously just like this is a transaction. But when somebody bringing you a coat to stay warm and they just want to like hang out with you, like that's yeah. a different situation. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's all money. So the bottom line is that nigga, I want you to pay me either way it go. But like, it's surely a transaction. Yo, like, you- at the end of the day, no, at the end of the day. This is a transaction. But surely you your humanity Not at that kicked time. in at some point. Not at that time. No. I didn't have it then. I'm a different person from when you met me. Uh-huh. Well, I'm not surprised. Like, it's... That's the I look back sometimes and, like, like, I don't feel bad and I feel bad. I guess I feel bad for, like, where they were in their life, but I don't feel bad. Like, I was able to separate, who, like, what my job was. Mm-hmm. I don't care... If you came to me for emotional support mm-hmm. or sexual support, mm-hmm. this is a job. This is a transaction. Of course. And I knew because like the second I would, not that I felt bad, but the second that you do feel bad and you start to give away, you fucked up the game. Mm-hmm. They also now know like what you give them, they're going to take. Right. So if you set the standard. That's what it is. You pay me for my time. You do this, this, and this. Of course, I had so many guys who were like, can I? Can we just like for real go out on a date? No, you can't. Mm-hmm. Deposit, please. It's kind of like a third, like, like a third wall. Like if you break it, yes. then they are. But you're also not you. Yeah. Like you don't go in as you. I wasn't Nicholas. Mm-hmm. They never knew my name. Like 
they never knew who I was. I didn't go in with who I was outside of it. But yeah, they don't know you, but I think that's helped me in my life today because I'm like not the same person just with you that I am like on social media. Mm-hmm. It's a part of me, but it's not who I am. Like I'm not that. I was also a completely different person when I taught. Like mm-hmm. it helped me separate like yeah. job from whatever and cutthroat and feel bad and all those things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I, I guess I never felt bad like like taking their money from them, whether it be like transactional or like robbing them. Mm-hmm. because like maybe this is a therapist conversation because of the way like i was introduced to sex i don't feel bad taking it from men i mm-hmm. don't feel bad mm-hmm. i think today like if well i have a lot more empathy today back then i didn't feel bad because like men sucked a lot of these men were cheating on their wives mm-hmm. a lot of these men were like horrible people mm-hmm. um because you'd also be in situations where like they would try to hurt you Mm -hmm. So, like, I don't feel bad for any of you. Fuck you all. Yeah. You know, so I don't know. I don't really feel bad. Mm -hmm. Where were those situations? Because you told me that you never got sexually assaulted. No. Because I'm mean. (laughs) Like, where were those? Not in the club, anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What were some of those situations? Like, yeah, you'd go back into the back rooms and, like, people would just be too aggressive. They would be, like, trying to choke you and, like, do weird things like that where, like, they would pull your hair Mm -hmm. and, like, if you would be like, no, like that got them off. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people want you to do that to them. And that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's consent. You asked me to do this to you, I'll choke you out. Mm-hmm. I didn't ask. <laughs> I said no. So the blessing is that there was a there was a bouncer on the outside every single time. Mm-hmm. Did I swing on a few clients? I sure did. Okay. Everybody in my life knows my hair is not for pulling. I don't care what your sexual fantasy is. Yeah. It's not mine. Mm-hmm. I have swung on a man. I've <laughs> swung on man I've dated. Don't pull my hair. No, don't point at me. No, Hello. not you. Yeah. I'm not him. Because I told him the story. <laughs> I told him the story about yeah, one let's make time that clear. I was. I ain't no punch it back like them hoe ass niggas. I was dating somebody and he was doing it from the back mm-hmm. and he grabbed my hair. I turned around. I fucking wailed on him. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? Mm-hmm. He was like, what are you doing, bro? And I'm like, that's ab- I'm sorry. <laughs> We've never done that. What made you think that you could rip my head back? As far as I'm concerned, you did that swing for swing. Mm. I'm justified in my actions. Okay, but so that had happened at the strip club too. Mm-hmm. Don't pull my fucking hair. I started just wailing on him. What's the like funniest? I guess not funniest, but like wildest. I guess time that happened and like a, a- oh, I threw a chair. I guess it was at another stripper, so that was no. I meant oh. like no, 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 no. I meant like because I know you used to tell me that like if you said no, the, yeah. the bouncer would come in and fuck somebody. Yes. Up. So like they take him right to the what's back. What's the alley. like best story that you can say in that okay. regard? Because I had like I set like a standard of like you tip me, I talk to you. Mm-hmm. Because people have it also fucked up, or is it's like people think that the clients have the power. That you're this hopeless person and you're at this lowest point. So that's why you're doing this. Mm-hmm. I am the stripper. I am what you are spending your money on. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that they're powerless. I'm just in a way that's like people need to treat it as a transaction. You came here for it's me. It's me and you. It's not like I'm here for you. It's me and you. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can treat it as that or it's me and then you. There was this guy and he wanted to take me back. And I was just like, all right, is this much money? And he was like, okay, takes me back. It was like a song or two. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I want to stay longer. I'm like, no, 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 like your time is up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'll, I'll, I'll keep adding money to it. Mm-hmm. I go, go take it out of the ATM right now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, 
he's like, no, 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 we're in a moment, whatever, whatever. So, in a moment, nigga, so, if you don't cut the check. No, so I say, okay. I tip over the door and I tell the bouncer, start timing for how long we're in here because he said this is how long he's going to be in here for. Uh-huh. And he's paying X amount of dollars. Uh-huh. I think at the time it was like 1600 or something. Mm-hmm. Like nothing crazy. He just wanted a few more songs. 1600 nothing crazy. Go ahead. In that world, it's not. It's not but so, world, yeah. it's not when like time is money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I could be somewhere well, else making money. Shit for I could that, be with someone yeah. else making more money. Mm-hmm. But I'm spending my time with you. Mm-hmm. Act right. So he, time is up, whatever it's up. He he hands me like a few twenties, and I'm like, "We're going to the ATM, right?" You're a little short, brother. He's like, "We're going to the ATM, right?" That's what I said, and he's like, "Oh yeah." He's pretends he can't find his card, whatever, whatever. He's like, "Oh no, I don't have it." And I go, "All right, just give me one sec." And I tip over the thing about and I go, "He said he don't have any fucking money," and the bouncer was like, "He owes you sixteen hundred dollars." And I'm like, "And he's big man." Yeah. And I'm like, "He sure, he sure does. does. <laughs> he sure does." The guy's like, "I don't have it. I don't have it." And the bouncer's like, "Well." How do you want to pay for it? Mm-hmm. In blood or at the ATM? Mm-hmm. So he took him to the back in the alley. Mm-hmm. I continued my night. Mm-hmm. And then the guy is dragged back in mm-hmm. across the floor to the ATM. Mm-hmm. And he, the bouncer holds him. He picks, he gives me my money and he's on his way. And all of a sudden, $1,600 appeared out of nowhere. Because... I understand if you are a golden retriever person, like you think that's so crazy and I'm horrible and this is horrible and whatever. Mm -hmm. I just simply don't agree. We agreed on an amount. No, I don't see no problem with that story. If you cannot afford it, you can't play with me like that. Mm -hmm. Also, because like there's other factors to that. I'm one risking my life, my sexual health, all Mm -hmm. these things Mm -hmm. with you. I'm risking Mm -hmm. my income Mm -hmm. with you. You have promised me something now that you are not going to follow up with mm-hmm. you put yourself in that environment is it is violence wrong okay but you put yourself in that environment you saw me turn to that bouncer mm-hmm. that big man in black and said he said he gonna because in them if you didn't have the money in that moment you should have said jk i don't have the money because you seen this big motherfucker before we walked in let me back tell room. you i started telling clients after that this is how much money it is if you don't have it the bouncer is going to take care of you mm-hmm. i got my money every time mm-hmm yeah, that's probably like the funniest one. That's not funny, but funniest one in the way that's like, he really thought he wasn't going to pay me. That is funny. Well, you got to think about it. Like if that was a drug deal, he would have been dead. Like, Yeah. Yeah. You don't we run off on you leave. You run, yeah, you, yeah. You and just, I didn't take you for more. You just $1,600 off. You feel me? That's it. You do not get to ask for a service and not pay for it. And that's how that's all. That's it. One time me and Matthew took like a husband and husband back. One wanted him, one wanted me. And we just went on other sides of like the the wall. Like Matthew was on the other stall. Mm-hmm. I was in one. Mm-hmm. And so we just talked the whole time um, while they did their things with us. But one wasn't going to like pay. Mm-hmm. And so we had to like wrap up the other one to pay. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all took care of me. Okay. You, you're not going to not pay me. For sure. I'm just sorry. Like yeah, I yeah. don't, you put yourself in that environment. Was Matthew the same and, like strength it, that he's is now? No. But oh. neither was I, but. It was too who care? Yeah. Who cares? But like my other thing is like, 
That's so in funny. a different about world. To fuck your husband if you don't come off that cheese, brother. <laughs> in another world, you would call the police, but this is not that world. So no. that's why I'm saying like I don't necessarily feel bad because like if this was in real life and someone didn't pay for something like you take them to court, you do whatever. Oh no, I don't give a fuck. You know what I mean? I'd be no, that, I'm, t- I'm trying to justify it to the audience who's probably mad that we rough people up. For oh people. no, let me tell y'all this right now. Mm-hmm. I'm quick to go to violence, even in legal matters. Like I don't want to go to court about it. I want to beat your ass. Somebody owed me five hundred dollars for a fucking car one time, and I told that nigga I was gonna beat his ass with, I was gonna break his jaw with a bag. But I could have legal, I could have just went down to the courthouse and just I have takes le- too long. I had legal documentation, but I got my five hundred dollars, didn't I? Sometimes some people only know that. No, whoa! Let me Don't up. put yourself in violent situations if you're not ready to get violent. And sometimes people only know kicking the ass. Yeah. I support violence. I don't give a fuck what y'all talking about. I just feel like don't put yourself in a situation where that could be an option if you're not ready to step up. To and don't option. play with people. And like they checked like bags at the thing. So it's like if, if someone had like a weapon or something like it was taken. So it's mm-hmm. like I was okay. What is because I think we nearing towards the end of the show. Yeah. If you what? guys have questions, by the way, that further questions, I'm, I'm happy to answer anything. You can write them in the comments. And yeah, because we'll I'm not CNN. Nigga. This ain't 60 minutes. I just I'm spitballing this mm-hmm. shit. What was the most that you made in one night? Like legally? By yourself. Hmm? <laughs> legally? That I can say. I'm uh, just asking how much. You don't have to specify legally. The whole situation sounds <laughs> no, very I illegal. I feel like prostitution is legal and you just can't be pimped. In Toronto? In Canada, prostitution is legal. Okay. In so, the US it's not, but in Canada you can be a prostitute. In 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 one night... Yeah. Regardless of legal or illegal, how much did oh. you make? How much have you made in one night? I'd just like to preface, please don't rob me because I don't have this now. <laughs> Hundreds of thousands. Yeah, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't, it probably is not smart for you to come in here. Hundreds of Ks. In one night? Yeah. In one night? Yeah, but like, I can't really tell you how on here. There was extracurriculars Activities. a part of that. Yeah. Oh my god! There's so much money in one night. I know. You know all the designer stuff I have. You said hundreds of thousands. Yeah. You know how much it does. Multiple hundred you know k's in des- one night. You know that. What are you a fucking kingpin? Like what was that? It felt like it. <laughs> oh my god! I'll bleep it out. We we robbed because he was like a bajillionaire. Oh, y'all like physically no, robbed him at the location because he he just had so much money. Oh well, that makes more sense. I yeah, that makes sense. I didn't realize that was because I'm thinking that you just did multiple like dope flips in one night. Oh no, no, so no, 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 I'm no, like, no, no, like, no, no, no. damn, that's a lot of like no, even I'm like even in person, like that's a lot of physical activity to do yeah, in one no, night. Like, like we would, do, you can't do both. Nigga. No, we would do like um, <laughs> trafficking. Uh, we, we would do, um, we would do. How do you say that? We would do. You would you participated in the 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 delivery of 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 pharmaceuticals yeah yeah not like i was the dealer but i was definitely the mule for Mm. a lot of it um because i was like innocent and cute right Mm. so it'd be easy for me to do that but that was like a one-time thing like obviously but then (laughs) we spent it all so dumb because when you're in that like you yeah we went into it as a business but then Mm. we also like you get lost you, you get lost. so much so fast there's yeah. so much so fast and obviously you can make like nothing in a night but like that doesn't matter because like the next night you can make a like thousands make and thousands and grand, thousands, yeah. and thousands yeah. of dollars like mm-hmm. um so it didn't really matter and we just like lived our life and that's why I look at my what my closet used to be at least like yeah i had so much designer stuff and at the time like that was my focus mm-hmm. i never wanted a home because in toronto you don't buy a home you don't have money for it mm-hmm. so i just like, although you did but 
Yeah, I guess I did um, <laughs> at the time. But so I just wanted to have things and I put so much emphasis on like designer stuff and like mm. a lifestyle. Mm. Um, and I wasted it all. Wasted every penny. I'm kind of happy I did it then rather than now, but I do wish I saved one. You never specify what your rate was. I don't have one. Like it depends. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay. like every client is a different person. You, you kind of get to know them. Would you base it off of? No, I'm saying like if for like new people, starting? you would base it off of like what they look like. Oh no, or what they no, had, no. or you, you just had like a flat. So like I'm never I'm never gonna go home with someone or go back with someone that like I don't know something about. I gotta know what your okay. job is. I gotta get to know you. So I was paid to talk to right. Mm-hmm. You tip me on stage, I'll come talk to you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going back right away. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna talk to you. I gotta get to know you. Do whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would like find out what their job was. You could lie to me all you want, but. I would find out what their job was. Because um, the goal is to get clients. You don't want a one-off, right? Mm. So, like, the goal is to, like, for them to tell you how much they want to pay you. Mm-hmm. Right? You got to look rich, like, in your head, to, like me. Mm-hmm. You got to look like you're worth a lot. And if they didn't really look like it, like they had a lot of money, you do what the song is. So, so people will come up to you and tell you that they want to give you two grand, three grand. They have to ask to take you back. Mm-hmm. Now because I wasn't a thirsty hoe, a lot of these people will be like, like strippers will be like, you want to go to the back room? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like they'll try to bring people back. Mm-hmm. I want you to take me, ask me. I want you to want me. Okay. I want you to, I want you to be so desperate to take me back that mm-hmm. you're just going to empty your wallet. So like you'd have people who'd be like, I'll take you back for like a hundred bucks. And I'm like, all right, that's like five minutes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you how long it is once you tell me what you're, how much you can spend. What was the most somebody said to you to go in the back room? Like the athletes? Sure. They they pay you like 10 grand. <laughs> Just to go in the back room? But they're also like closeted and like they don't want to be seen and it's like kind of like a different situation. Mm-hmm. Low-key like hush money probably. Okay. It was very hush because I didn't know who they were. So so I'm just trying to gauge like. I don't know. It could be anywhere so, from like $20 well, for I'm two minutes. You, I'm going to I'm just throw a scenario real quick. Uh-huh. Okay. So like we, I come in and I'm a surgeon mm-hmm. from. I'm definitely going to inquire like what kind of surgeon. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a neurological surgeon from Iowa and I'm in town for the playoffs. And we're talking, and I go, I want to take you to the back room. Mm-hmm. How much would you tell me? I would say, well, how long do you want to be back there for? And let me get like a let me get like a smooth hour off of you. Hour? Okay, no one's ever taken anyone back for that long. No, you might as well take me home. Oh, uh, <laughs> let me get let me get let me get like twenty minutes back there. And you're a neurosurgeon. And I'm a neurological surgeon from the States. Yeah. And I need a dub. I need 20, 20, 20 smooth minutes. minutes. Um, I probably would be like, well, what are you looking for as well, right? Like, I always ask what they want. I'm trying to have a good time. Well, I would be like, well, what implies a good time to you? What mm-hmm. do you want from me? What do you want me I'm to trying do to get my. I'm trying to get my shit not sucked on. Oh, boom. Bitch, I'll take you back for like $1,000, dollars $2,000. Do I get to finish? Yeah, hundred percent. Oh, you always get to finish. Uh, unless your time is up, that's on you. Okay. Because I also knew how to like um, drag it, drag out. it out, and mm-hmm. then like when to do it or what to like act on. That's like the best part of having clients is like you could make someone come when you were ready to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we doing the twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. You, I don't get, I don't get done. I don't finish because you found a way to play me to mm-hmm. make it so I don't get it done. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is probably the smarter way to have that mm-hmm. done that. Sure is. That's what you did a sure lot. Sure is. Smart cookie. Um, I go, I got a hotel room and I don't leave until You want to buy me out? It's my Monday. favorite thing. 
what how much do it do how much will it will you charge me to just come back to the room tonight you're trying to take me home out of my place of work so what i do is i go i ask that i I would be like oh you want to like buy me out Mm -hmm. i specifically say buy me out i'm trying to buy you out the club tonight yeah because when people would be like oh i want to take you home or i want to see you after hours Mm -hmm. i would always say so you want to buy me out of my shift yeah. To imply that you are about to give me some money. Mm-hmm. And I would say, depending again on who it is, because I've had one where like I had someone I know come pay me, buy me out. Because <laughs> um, I'm like, I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to fucking go. Just buy me out, I'll pay you back. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I don't remember what the club's thing was. I think the club's was like 300 bucks or something like that to buy someone out. I don't well, I think it was always, like a lot. The club's always cheap. Yeah. But what's um, your rate? Because the 300 is included in that. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Not for me. No, it's like 300 plus whatever your okay, shit is. Okay, yeah, yeah. I always tell them like, well, you have to pay the club this much. My rate is this. Oh, they pay the club that. Yeah, it's true. like 300 something to pay the club. Okay. So let's my, back up. My money has nothing to do with the club's money. So let's back up. I'm a neurological doctor. We just had this 20 minutes for the, for the rack, hey, that I just gave you. And I paid you. And I ain't had no trouble with it. None. And I said, let's go back to the room for the rest of the night. Yep. How much is it? To buy you out of the club right now, um. So I would, it's and, it, and it's and it's like like midnight. Yeah. So oh early. So I would be like, nah, I hate saying this on you, like nasty. I would ask like sexual questions, like okay. <laughs> <laughs> you would get kinky, okay. Yeah, I would say some crazy things uh, like of. And to, like, to ask what you want me to do, like, do you want me to have sex with you? But I would say it in a crazy way, like, do you want uh-huh. me to, blah, blah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I'm like, that, oh my god, yeah. Yes. And like, as you're looking at me, I have a stiffy. Yes. Oh, I'm touching. And you. I'm like, let's go. Of course you do. I'm feeling you. Like I'm ready to go right yeah. now. So if that's what you want, then mm-hmm. I would be like, yeah, like 8k I could do because like I still have like the rest of my night, but I'll give, I'll cut a little bit off for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you'll do like six, like like seven. No, no, my rate would have been ten. But I'll tell you eight. But you'll do. Be- eight. I'll do for eight because like I'm having such a good time with you, and honestly, you make me so horny. So it's like, ten, whatever. but I'll just do it for eight because I like you. Yeah, because I'm you like, make me horned up. Oh, okay, like, so now I'm the surgeon. I'm like, oh my god, that sounds incredible. Yeah. And who's your friend over there as well, Matthew? Oh, <laughs> yeah, Matthew. Um, How much do you I bring would say him with his you? name. Um, we never had that at the club. We had like our own outside where we marketed ourselves together. Oh, like, y'all wouldn't go back together. No, no, no. Into the back of the rooms, yes. No, no, no. Like, we would never leave together because we both had clients. If we were going into work that night. We both had clients. Oh. We had people as a separate entity, right? Taking us out. No, so we marked we marketed ourselves like online mm-hmm. separately. We never got mm-hmm. taken home together because mm-hmm. we had our own. Mm. We had our clients outside together or inside the club separately. Yeah, I had that one dude that you that you Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But um. Okay, yeah, I totally forgot about him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, he would... T- oh, my God. He was so fucking funny. Like, funny because we got on him so bad. Got off on him. Um, Yeah, he was a psychologist. Mm-hmm. And, like... And he would come up, and we would just ask for, like, a couple K. Like, he was early in our career. Hmm. I thought that was, like... After y'all been vets for a while. No, he was early in our career. Yeah, Matthew more spent more time with him than I did, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he randomly still would message Matthew. He messaged me not long ago on That's Facebook. Funny. Um, Did you message him on Facebook. Yeah, at the time because there was no like 
other real way to talk to him. I, he wasn't trying to give out his phone number, like things like that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was the only one that like we met at the club. That's so true. Mm-hmm. He knew Matthew first, though. I came in after. Oh, mm. oh, never mind. I remember how how I met him. Um, Matthew was with him first when I was taking taking my time off. Okay, from it going back to work, I came back and Matthew was like, "Here, I have someone for you who you can mm-hmm. have a night with, or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, whatever." I wanted to like show you love type mm-hmm. thing, and then it was like. Either he would go yeah, back, I would go back, we'd go back together, like whatever. Mm. Yeah, 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 no, 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 him. Um, but we were we were nice to him. We'd never charged him like a crazy amount, but we had him so often. Okay. Like, yeah, okay, and then I had like a cheap-ass hoe. His name was Rob. That's his real name. Ooh. He was a Splenda daddy, not even a sugar daddy. Damn. He well, that's going to be my next question. He was a terrible, like, financer, but he had like a really nice ween, oh and so I just kind of kept him around, uh-huh. because at the time, I could be a hoe. I don't really care. Mm. Um, and he was just like casually giving me money. Not a lot mm-hmm. though, but like I didn't need a lot. So like whatever. And he would constantly bail me out of the club. Like when I would be ready to go, mm-hmm. I would have made a certain amount of money and like you can't just clock out, right? Like you mm-hmm. can't make 50K and then be like, I'm done my shift. That's mm-hmm. not how it works. Oh, I'm done my shift. I'm calling Rob. Mm-hmm. And Rob would buy me out every time. And he'll pay the 300 to get you out. Yeah, he'll pay me to get me out. That's so funny. Sometimes he would pay me to get me out and I would pay him back just so to take me home. Yeah. Because I'd be like, I'm tired. I'm going home. Uh huh. Because every time I get too drunk, I'm like, can you please buy me out? Yeah. He was the worst, though. He was so cheap. Okay, next situation. Yeah. Um, I'm an accountant from Windsor. Yeah, okay. And I'm just in town because it's the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I'm just coming to hang out. Mm-hmm. And I come in here and we're chatting for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You find out I'm an accountant, right? Mm-hmm. I want to go to the back room for like for like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm an accountant. How much is that? I probably only charge you like like a couple hundred bucks. Like five. Yeah, four or five. To six, get the sl- to get the sloppy toppy. Well, no. So like, it also then depends. Like, as you're asking me to do things, mm-hmm. I will start taxing. You know what I mean? In the back while There's, we're doing yeah, stuff. Yeah, okay. because if we go back and you just tell me like, oh, I just want to make out and like feel on you and That's whatever. That's fine, honey. I would I would just take you back, but then like. I'm going to try to make you want more. Of course. So then I'm going to be like, oh, that's this much more. That's like 100 more. It's like mm-hmm. 200 more. It's like whatever. So it's 500 to do the make out. For 10 minutes? I'm probably not just making out. I'm like giving lap dances and stuff. But yeah. Okay. Feeling you up. I'll probably whip your ween out and like uh-huh. start to give a hand job, but you're not finishing type thing. Oh, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, keep going, Dean, because you didn't start it. And what do you want? I, the I'm hand like, job. Like, doing, oh, yeah. you want the hand job. Yeah, keep going. Well, then I would just be like, all right, like. Just so you know, like that's a hundred more, but I'm doing it in like a really sexual way. Uh, so where you're like hypnotized. That's so funny. Okay. Or I get them so drunk. Uh, I'd, be, I'd have them buy me drinks first. And then you'd have, so the bartender knows if somebody buys you a drink, they'd make yours with water like or a club course. soda. They'd, yeah. they'd, they'd make yours sober. Of course. Yeah. Um, And you could just get them pretty drunk and then mm-hmm. you would take them back. And that's the easiest way to get them to keep paying. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. How much would it be for an accountant to buy you out for the night? And it's like one o'clock. I try to like also peep like what they're wearing because a lot of people who come in flashy money will be flashy money. Uh, I don't know. I'd say like a couple grand. I had some hotties take me home for like a couple hundred bucks. They yeah, I was about to hot. say like if you if you like I've somebody, literally you had hotties just like I'll just do it for a hundred bucks cause yeah, because I want to I want to sleep with you. Yeah. Every once in a while, there's like such a hot guy. Yeah, and you're like, bitch, I would do it you're like for fifty free. bucks. Like, let me pay you to go back. <laughs> um, yeah, and you would have like a hottie, and you would just be like bet and then you'd uh-huh. give them your number and then you'd hook up with them outside of it for free like yeah, yeah i don't care work yeah you're hot as hell <laughs> hell yeah like that stripper like we just always at the end of every night we work together we would just hook up in the back room <laughs> yep every night okay 
Y'all just have an orgy in the back room. It's just two people. Oh. No, just me and the one I'd like I'd be affair with. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would even like I would hook up with him and I had a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend knew I was a stripper. Mm-hmm. One night he came, I was so mad at him. Cause he, he came to the club? Because I told him he wanted to date me. And I was like, no. Mm-hmm. Like he pursued me and I said, I'm I'm a stripper. Mm-hmm. No. And he was like, I'm okay with that. And I go, well, just so you know, I wouldn't be okay if you did that. Uh-huh. So if that's how you feel, mm-hmm. you can't be upset if I do that. Mm-hmm. Which I think I've shown is kind of how I am now. Is <laughs> like my boundaries for you are different than your boundaries for me. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, that's fine. He went to the club and he was pissed. I bet. I'm sorry. Because he caught you in the back sucking. Oh, no. I'm Well, yeah. He knew I was doing that with clients. He didn't know oh. about the stripper guy. Oh. Which, again, I don't feel bad, though. Okay. Because it was the one who ended up the having a boyfriend. Having, yeah, he had a cheater. whole boyfriend anyway. Yeah. yeah. There's like a million stories I could tell. There's just a hundred million. So mm-hmm. I don't know. So past all of that, mm-hmm. when you, because you eventually told your parents five six months ago yeah yeah so walk through how that was for the people because up until that point they didn't they, like your, your mama was surprised she thought she thought you were just a really good dancer in toronto yeah. and that people paid you very well to to dance and they did they never had like i guess like a grasp on the money i had but like i never let anyone know yeah like i also worked a lot like i would teach all day all night and then go strip like on the weekends like I was hustling outside of, mm-hmm. like, whatever. So, it's, like, my actual work life, not stripping, did pay my bills. Mm-hmm. So, like... But the only dancers that had the money you had at the time were people who had non, rich none, families. None. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, but people knew that I worked really hard. That was a part of, like, my thing. Yeah. So, when I was going to start OnlyFans um, in August, was it June? July? July, maybe I told them. Mm-hmm. Um, we were starting at the end of August and so I think in July I called my parents and I was like hey I'm gonna do OnlyFans whatever whatever obviously my mom was like fuck no and I was like no too bad mm-hmm. and then she was like I understand you're gonna do it but whatever and I go well to cushion the blow like I used to be a stripper so like I prostituted and I made a lot of money and mm-hmm. this is safer like OnlyFans is safer mom like <laughs> and I'm gonna do it with Edmund so like it's great like I'm not gonna be with all these random people blah blah mm-hmm. blah and she was like yeah that definitely makes it better but what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> and she was like i think the first thing she said was i knew you made too much money to be a dancer uh-huh. i was like i think the first thing she said and my dad was like yeah that makes a lot of sense <laughs> because she'd said like you just had all this designer stuff mm-hmm. you just had too much stuff and i know you worked a lot you worked yourself into a hospital like you worked so hard mm-hmm. i sure did oh i worked mm-hmm. and twerked um sure did yeah and she was like ugh and she's like, why wouldn't you tell me? And I go, because you would have brought me home. She's like, you're 100% right. Yeah. She's like, I, I would have come there, beat your ass, uh-huh. packed you and brought you back to Windsor. Absolutely, she would have. Yeah, so that's why I didn't tell her. So she's like, I get why you didn't tell me, but also fuck you. She was yeah. so mad. And so like OnlyFans became like not as big of a deal. Because uh-huh. she was very stuck on like, whoa, my son did that. And my dad said, you know what? Like you did what you had to do to survive. Mm-hmm. Now, after that, when I survived and then I started, went from surviving to living, he probably would have liked me to quit. Yeah, it would have been a little different for him, yeah. Yeah, but he was very much like, I understand, like, honestly, like, things happen and you were in a situation in your life where you didn't even have, you couldn't feed yourself. Mm-hmm. You couldn't even get to a job interview. You couldn't do anything. Like, you did the survival of the fittest, but then it was good money and you stayed. Yeah. As it sure was. But eventually I quit. So, like, <laughs> I'm alive. 
I slayed. <laughs> Never had an STI, STD. Like I got very lucky. Very, very. Lucky. I got very lucky. I was, I wasn't murdered. Like it's a very scary business. I, I yeah. know somebody who was trafficked, who was kidnapped. Like I know, yeah, some pretty crazy stories that happened to people. I got very lucky. It's like how I feel with drugs. I did some pretty hard drugs as a teenager, and mm-hmm. I got very lucky. I never had a bad experience. Mm-hmm. There is a horseshoe somewhere up my ass, so deep, <laughs> so deep. <laughs> I, I don't know if it's still there because I haven't been experiencing a lot of good luck, but I mm-hmm. had it for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. my parents were pretty upset. But everybody else in my life knew. When I met you, I told you right away. Yeah. I told my all my friends knew, my boss knew, like like not my boss in stripping, like my literal dance boss knew. My when I was a teacher, a dance teacher, my boss every employee knew. Like I never kept mm-hmm. it a secret. Like because I was never ashamed. I didn't keep it a secret from anyone. I always said I wanted to tell them because I thought it'd be funny, not because I was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I just thought it'd be funny. Like the dildo story. I thought it'd be funny to tell them, but I just never did. Okay, well, this is my last question. Yes. Do you miss that period of time? Um, I miss how happy I was. I think that was one of the happiest. I mean, n- uh, not like right now, but like <laughs> a month ago, I think I was the happiest I'd ever been in my life. Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, that was the happiest I probably had ever been. Mm-hmm. I mean, I lived the dream. Like I made so much money. I was hanging out with Matthew every hanging out with my best friend every single day. Mm-hmm. We also went to the school together. Like we worked together in dance. We worked together stripping. Like we spent every single minute together. We bought stuff we had dreamed of as a kid. We got to do so. We traveled together. Oh my God. We got to do so much together. So it's like, and we just didn't have to worry about money. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know not money doesn't buy everyone happiness. Well, the happiest, the happiest I ever was, <laughs> I, I will say like money didn't buy me happiness, but it afforded me it. Like mm-hmm. I was able to be carefree. I think the happiest place of life is when you don't have to worry. Mm-hmm. What makes you not worry? Being able to afford your bills, mm-hmm. being able to go to the grocery store and not be like, should I get this orange today? Like get whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, these stupid, because obviously I haven't bought a designer thing. I don't know how long. I don't give a shit about designer stuff anymore. And like, but we could, we we could just do whatever we wanted. We were so happy, carefree, and we just had the best time together. Mm-hmm. I miss how fun it was, like stripping. It was so fun. What are you talking about? I'm going up there swinging around looking so hot. Me and Matthew would do choreographed stripper routines. Like mm-hmm. we would work, trick men together. We would do all this stuff. Like it was so <laughs> fun. I was in my early 20s. We were just drunk and having fun. Like mm-hmm. I do miss that. I don't miss the like nights where you make like zero dollars like i don't miss that <laughs> those were terrible well, nobody does <laughs> but i do i think i miss like we me and him still talk about it like we had the best time that was the most peaceful our lives or sorry our lives ever were mm-hmm. yeah i don't miss a lot of it but i do miss that time with him yeah yeah i'm very grateful for where my life is today i definitely wouldn't go back i wouldn't strip again i think mm-hmm. that's the blessing of only fans is like you can make i guess that kind of money depending on how big your following is it's easier to make money now Mm -hmm. you don't have to hustle as hard you have to hustle in the club Mm -hmm. it is no joke you don't just walk in there and make money let me tell you it's a game it's a whole thing you're a salesman but of your own body it's very difficult to make money in that club so as much as i kept saying it was so easy like you just get thousands of dollars thrown at you and all these things you have to sell yourself because you're also in competition with like 20 other people mm. in that room who also want that. 
it was tough. It's not for everybody, but it was a really good time to be honest with you, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, again, the blessing about OnlyFans is like now I don't have to worry about being kidnapped. Mm-hmm. I don't really have to worry about STIs or STDs unless we do collabs. But like the difference now is like we can get tests, right? Mm. Like we can assure that that person is tested before, whereas that's not a thing in the club. Yeah, right. Yeah. So there's that. I like can't really be trafficked. Like mm-hmm. there's it's safer. So I'm so happy to do what I do. I've never had a problem with selling my body. That's like, hello? I work very hard. I hope you all enjoyed. If you have any other questions about anything, just let me know in the comments. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll compile a list, do a part two, because there's a million other stories, man. Like, boy, I was throwing stools in there. I was doing crazy shit. (laughs) People doing drugs, like lines off your back, your ass. Like, oh, buddy. Crazy. So just, what do you want to (laughs) know? Anyway. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, this has been the Amazai's podcast. I'm Edmund. I'm Nicholas. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow him at Nicholas James Amazai everywhere. And J.E. is ugly on Twitter, though. Yeah, you can follow me at Amazai everywhere. The links will all be below. The links will be below. Follow subscribe. us on OnlyFans. And subscribe to the OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I have anything else to I don't think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay. That might be it. All right, y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs>